All right, my people, this is your man, El Jamal, and this is another edition of Never Out of Bounce. You know what time it is. This is your Friday afternoon edition. We're going to get right into with the world on the street. And uh, they have apparently found the remains of the missing reporter, Jamal Khashoggi. Uh, they were found in the garden of the Saudi Council General. This is somewhere outside of Istanbul uh, in a joint Arab and Turkish uh, investigative team. Uh, they also were able to find a car in a parking garage that was parked well like I said in a parking garage in Istanbul that also had two of his suitcases with his personal belongings now there was some issue uh, between them actually determining that was a body and that was be between the prosecutors the Turkish pro prosecutors and also the president Recep Tayyip Erdogan that all uh, that on Tuesday uh, was telling the public that was not his body although officially as of now it is. It has been confirmed to be uh, Khashoggi, and that means he, it, you know, he has of course been, you know, murdered. Uh, like I said, his son also um, was in Saudi Arabia earlier this week uh, to get condolences from the Prince uh, Mohammed bin uh, Salam. I believe that's his name. I believe. Uh, that's how you pronounce it and 21 suspects actually 18 uh, people were arrested uh, 15 Saudi intelligence members also 21 other suspects will have their visas revoked uh, CIA director Gina Haspel also visited Turkey to go over the Turkish evidence uh, and also the audio includings now with all that being said I still think there's many um, layers to this story I think it's a lot murkier than what what it seems uh there's like i said uh there's also evidence of turkey uh you know kidnapping u.s you know u.s citizens uh and they have their history of doing that as well so i wouldn't be surprised if they were you know doing something in the shadows uh this is like i said a very i'm gonna keep you know uh you know pressing this home it's a very you know search unfortunate set of circumstances the saudi government is now affirming that this murder was premeditated we all know at the beginning of the week they were trying to claim this to be a fight uh there was you know a situation in which even khashoggi might have even started uh now they are saying this was premeditated and they you know they are also doing their part you know at least on the surface to uh you know fire certain officials let those officials go uh demote them and so on and so forth but again uh this is a very unfortunate situation uh again you know there's no justice at the moment that has been served yet and we cannot have you know this continuously happen uh to members of our press and the members you know in this country this leads me to my next story uh this should not be happening even as a threat to members of our government or our media despite where you stand on this um handmade bombs were being sent to democratic uh certain democratic officials and trump critics throughout the country starting mostly in the um east coast but they were intercepted uh, intercepted uh, of course we all know about this one the first one being sent to george soros of course all the right-wing conspiracy theorists have a lot to say about him uh have a lot of negative stuff to say about him and it's you know i don't know i don't know too much about him uh because again i tell you i i will reiterate again i am a moderate which means i lie in the middle of all these things because i feel as though that it enhances my ability to see through both parties bullshit and through and to really see to it that i my needs and needs of my community are possibly met because i can clearly see that and i'm not tainted uh by 
a certain ideology that I didn't find my that I didn't you know develop myself. But anyways, back to the back to the story. Uh, two were sent to former Vice President Joe Biden. Another was sent to Robert De Niro's Tribeca Studios. Ten total devices were sent out. Uh, Mama Maxine Waters she got a couple of those as well. Uh, though she you know what she's saying. We she was already quoted saying, saying I'm not scared. She's not worried. She's gonna remain in her battle and what she feels she's fighting right now and i understand i understand where she's coming from i understand where you know a lot of deflectors may be coming from also former attorney general uh eric holder who served under obama got a bomb sent to him as well uh, i talked about george soros who got his bomb on monday on wednesday barack o barack obama and hillary clinton and also cnn got bombs uh of course you know a lot of the the mainstream media is starting to get influenced by the right side, uh, the right side of things, and of course you have their, um, you know, their say about that and how that you know it's made up. Another false flag, of course, everything is a false flag. Everything is made up. You know, maybe it's just fucked up people in this world. I, maybe it's just that. You know, I, you know, because eventually they caught the person. And there's two things that I will say that I have questions with. With as many bombs as were sent out, there was also one that was sent out uh, nearby where I live, um, Burlingame, California, about an hour or so where I stay. Uh, there was also a threat sent to Kamala Harris. Now, Kamala Harris is also interesting too. A lot of a lot of us brothers and sisters like to not uh, talk about her so much. We like to talk about Trump and what he's doing, uh, but we we don't we we disacknowledge some of the other things that we do. Like, oh, she's fighting the bond system. She's fighting so you don't have to pay an exorbitant fee to not have to, to you know to avoid jail time so y'all need to be looking out for that as well but you know y'all get distracted on you know people showing up and talking to the president not actually getting things done but i understand it's it's about you know what the media wants to tell you you know it's about oh well maybe or maybe it's just about you know disrespecting um media or or turning your back against that but you can be a contrarian all you want to but things are being done and you should you should be respectful for that too on both sides uh, but anyways, uh, bombs were addressed from uh, Debbie Wasserman Schultz, a former chairwoman of the Democratic National Convention. She also serves uh, in Florida uh, as, as an official in Florida as well. However, the name was misspelled, uh, but her offices in Aventura, Florida were also uh, were, were forced to evacuate. Uh, there was also a bomb sent to a, a, a CIA director who served under Obama, uh, John Brennan. Now, packages were inter intercepted by either USPS or the Secret Service or even private security in the case of Robert De Niro, and they were all eventually dismantled, so on and so forth. My two biggest questions, though, is of course if it was if it was the simple false flag situation uh why was it I, i'm wondering why the name was immediately sent back to or the return address was meant to go to a democrat and my other question is so many bombs none of them went off that's that's the question too so that's questions that i have for both sides um that and um so it's a very again it's a very weird situation uh, not something that you hear about, you know, often, of course. And I think with all the stuff that's going on, you know, it's easy to call it a false flag. But again, um, I would look out for those things. I, I really would. Uh, I would not I would not take those things lightly. Uh, there was also a plot uh, in which 
A few white men were arrested in Kansas. They were planning on bombing a black neighborhood. They were also planning on bombing a predominantly black neighborhood in Texas earlier in, in the summer. Now, we could sit there and, and, and keep saying, oh, well, these things are made up. Uh, the, the left wing media wants to incite these things. Uh, but the fact of the matter is racist organizations do exist. And your government, uh, your buddy Trump does not want to even look at those people. However, it is an it, and I'm going to let you guys reaffirm this to you guys. so You guys understand this black identity is a terrorist act. Remember that when you when you want to vote, because I'll be talking about that, too. For those of you who claim woke and they turn around and they don't want to vote. Remember that black identity is a form of terrorism in this country. You remember that when you want to you want to switch sides and and, and call what well, you call yourself switching sides because it's really not any of that. Fact of the matter is, if we step up and became more, uh, I would say, more proactive in terms of our political situation, we might be all right. Because we got to remember, we're not nobody else is being targeted in the way that we are. We can sit back and keep saying, oh, it's it's all a white ring conspiracy. It's a left wing uh, conspiracy to to wild rile up the hate. They already did dislike you. That's what the history told you. So y'all deal with it how you want to. I'm going to take a quick break. Uh, when I come back, I I wanted to get into this topic I came across a very, well, there's somebody I watch, I become a fan of on YouTube, a man of, by the name of Tommy Sotomayor. A lot of you guys might uh, probably heard about him as well. Uh, I came across one of his videos the other day, uh, struck me a certain way. It was about a former NFL player by the name of Ray Carruth, and I'll get into that a little bit later. Uh, but the sentiments, the sentiments that he expressed, I wasn't in agreement with, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you guys why. So I'm going to take a quick break, y'all. All right. All right, y'all. So I'm back. Now, like I said recently, um, well, I've been a fan of this guy for the most part, Tommy Sotomayor, for a while. But um, like I said recently, I came across one of his videos. That's one happened to do with former NFL player Ray Carruth. Now, Ray Carruth, uh, for those of you who don't know, was a first-round draft pick for the Carolina Panthers in 1997. He played wide receiver. Uh, decent guy. Uh, at least football player, uh, but he was just released from prison after serving 17 years for conspiring to kill his baby mama, Sharika Adams. Now, he's recently moved to Tennessee to serve out his probation, and uh, he has a couple quotes here that I think are pretty deep, and I won't touch on them real quick, and uh, he goes, I, I'm, I'm excited about, about just being out of here. I'm nervous just about how I'll be received by the public. You also went on to say, I still have to work. I still have to live. I have to exist out there. And it just seems like there is so much hate and negativity towards me. Now, mind you, uh, this man, uh, like I said, was a first round draft pick, uh, which means he was going to come into a pretty decent sum of money. Uh, with that comes... Um, a lavish lifestyle, of course. That lavish lifestyle, uh, as with any man, actually, I think it comes with any man who elevates in terms of his finances. You'll start to realize the quality of women or just the quantity of women uh, increases. Both of those sometimes, uh, simultaneously. Uh, for this guy, I'm pretty sure he uh, had his fair share of uh, 
different women. Uh, maybe even from the jump, because you remember he, he's a football player. Uh, you know, so he always had that, probably always had that juice. Not hating the man for that. But, you know, especially when you get that multi-million, well, that multi-million dollar contract, you know, you get a lot of attention. Now, he went ahead and, you know, like with all, a lot of us brothers do, because this is, you know, this, this is not false, because this is what we promote. This is a lot of us who we are. Uh, he went ahead and, you know, he fell in love with a stripper. Now, maybe he didn't fall in love with a stripper, but he made sure he went up in there without a rubber. And he decided, well, like I said, he went in there without a rubber. And what happens? You know, it's a scientific. It's simple. When you inseminate a woman's egg with your sperm, you have a baby. There's no there's there's no mystery to this. There's no grand design. It's no real trap. Really? See, there's this there's this notion, and I and I find it a, a real issue in the black community, especially amongst black men, that somehow uh, these women uh, want to trap you. Now, don't get me wrong. Now, I've heard uh, being a moderate, being uh, somebody uh, you could call it in the fence, but again, it's I, I I've always found myself listening to all the sides. And respecting all the sides and understanding that these these stories do exist. Now, mind you, I grew up raised by my grandparents. So that automatically would tell you something right there. That, well, not only was my mother not up to par, neither was my father to an extent, to some point. Eventually, he got his stuff together and I'm forever, forever in debt to him for doing that and giving me another uh, positive black male influence to look up to. So I, I mean, don't get me wrong, and I understand the pitfalls that come with certain black women and liberalism. And these are a lot of the 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 tenets that Tommy is against, and a lot of the black male conservatives that are coming out of the woodworks that want to stand white right beside white men hand in hand, as though uh, they were always equal, so they were always accepted. You know, there's this notion, you know, that these these women are going out of their way to put you in this situation. Now, let me tell you something. Well, let me, let me get more back into Ray's situation. Now, Ray's situation, like I said, he had a son. Now, he couldn't handle this. Like many brothers. Like I said, I was raised by my grandparents. And I'll tell you, like I said, that ought to tell you something. Now, many brothers don't want to deal with that. I guess they don't want to deal with that responsibility. And that's a damn shame because, see, instead of instead of uh, fighting for custody for that for that boy at some point after he was being born. And this is this is the same case with a lot of black men, you know, because they can I mean, because the, the argument can go both ways. But, you know, instead of helping to raise that black man, that, that young black man, he decides he's going to hire two men. To kill him, to kill the baby, because he hadn't been born yet. The, the mother was still pregnant at the time. And, uh, well, he just had two men uh, kill the son and, and, and um, his baby mama. Now, the the mother died. Sharika died. Uh, R.I.P. Because regardless of who she was, she did not deserve to die because she decided to have a kid. Now... The son, 
And this is probably the, the work of the universe just to let Ray Karuf know that no deed goes unpunished. The son was still born. He was named Chancellor Lee. He's born via C-section. He's now 18 years old. He lives with the grandmother. And he now suffers, well, he's always suffered from cerebral palsy. Now, that has something that, now, I, now, I'm definitely sure that might have something to do with, you know, him, you know, on the verge of being killed by two random-ass goons. Now, this is the backdrop. Tommy... And I listened to that episode, and many of the people that called into that episode were for this. They called this man a, a hero. I heard one man refer to this as a, a botched abortion. Wow. Really, brother? You mean to tell me we don't we we wanna we wanna nut in black women. We want we wanna nut in all type of women, but we wanna pick and choose what kids we wanna raise or which women we wanna deal with? Well, you know, there was a simple, simple solution to Mr. Carew. That's why he's not a hero to me. Tommy, I'm not going to, I'm not, he's a dummy to me. With all the, the credit men want, with all the power we feel that we deserve, for some reason, we don't want to use our brain. We're given this logic for a reason. Obviously, we're supposed to be some type of authorian, uh, authorian figure, at least within our household, within our community, somebody that people can rely on. That means you have to make the smart decision. Now, I'm not judging people for having sex with who they want to have sex with or just for having sex of being a, a dog or a pimp that's or a player or how we all describe it in our community the black male community because we think it is cool to have sex and be promiscuous with all different types of women like it's the thing to do and be unprotected on top of that but maybe just maybe i mean i'm just saying if you didn't want to have a, a baby just 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 throwing that out there what's wrong with a condom so you mean to tell me you would rather take a couple thousand maybe a hundred thousand dollars i'm not too sure you know the pricing for that certain situation but we do know a hit like that you know it, it costs some racks right so you mean to tell me you'd rather pay racks about your check to eliminate her and the baby as opposed to just in, in before you even get to the situation, invest in something like condoms? A rubber? You mean to tell me we don't want to buy rubbers in our community? Now, there's two things that are killing black men in this in this country. Do you really want me to tell you what they are? Do you want me to tell murder? And guess what? I'll give you a hint. One of your favorite, one of one of your favorite gangster rappers had it. And I'ma leave it like that. We are, we, we brag about how we we do this and we slang and Johnson and we just players and pimps, but you have the highest cases of STDs in America. I am I am scared. And not just us, our, our race, both of, of men and women. 
Don't get caught in these cesspools. And use your, I mean, what's wrong with using a better judgment? Isn't that what you claim to have more than the female? Who, who in their right mind goes, yes, I, this stripper is amazing. The way she moves her body is so great. I must nut in her with no rubber. I'm just, and I, and I don't want to be that guy, but you have to use, like I'm saying, use your better judgment. More than likely. The, the the more likely a female who's a stripper or a prostitute is more than likely going to trap you with a child more than somebody who's educated or is at least working for themselves. I'm sorry. That's just the way it is. Who, who in their right mind does this? And they want to be mad. And then they all tell you, they all tell you on, on, on the line when they call up Tommy, yeah, man, I know I was wrong for nothing in her own accent without the, the rubber. Really? So then how did you set yourself up? Now, mind you, I've heard stories. I've heard some of those stories where they poked the hole in the comments. You're right. You are right. That does happen. Yes, there are certain setups, but... The rate in which we birth these children out of wedlock, this is not just them all setting dudes up. This is just dudes just deciding we just want a nut because this is what we're so so called made to do. This is what makes us a man. Now, what makes you a man is handling your business, getting degrees, holding down jobs, getting technical skills if you if you have to, feeding your family, not. Not 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 shelling out money to, to, to prop a girl up in one house while you don't take care of her or see the kid that she made. That's real fatherhood. Now you can sit there and you could you're right. You know, um the child support system is rigged. I and if if I was ever called upon to speak out against it, I, I would. I, but I would add some changes to it. First and foremost, I would give the, I would allow the parent with the financial capabilities to take care of the child off time. And matter of fact, before I would even uh, uh, encourage the splitting up of the parents, I would I would I would actually require counseling first. Because it makes no sense for us to, to just want to nut in women and not take care of these, these children that that are going to happen nine times out of ten if you have sex with them without contraception. Not a brother, not a brother spoke out for the use of condoms in that whole in that whole episode. That's this that's disgusting. But they jumping to raise these these white women's kids and these Mexican women's kids. And I'm not saying that that black women are all perfect. Believe me, my mother, my birth mother decided one day she just didn't want to up and get me ready for school. I would hear my school bus leave every morning from my apartment window. Yeah, it gets real rough with black women, too. You're right. There were times she didn't want to work and we didn't eat like that. You're right. She used to lay down with many men. Yes. That's real. You're right. You're right. But with that being said, at the time, the question would be, well, where is the father? Oh, well, he's gone. I just I just heard an interview with Warren Sapp today. Y'all know Warren Sapp. He said there and said, I had no father neither. And that's not and that's not. And I'm, at the end of the day, that's by choice. 
We don't want to say that, but that's what it is. Now, if Ray Carruth wants to be some kind of hero, he get his act together. And I hope his, I don't wish ill on the brother myself. If anything, I wish he does, wish him well with repairing that relationship because he was also quoted later on as saying, that's what he does want, forgiveness. And he wants to build that ties with his son. That would make him a hero. That's what make black men heroes. You want to be a black a hero black man? Raise your children in that family setting. Believe me, it goes a long way. I didn't have superheroes growing up. You want to know why? Because I have father figures that really stepped up and actually did something for real. And it wasn't in no comic book. You step up and be the hero. That's all, I, that's all I'm saying. No, this is not to coddle to nobody. This is not to take a side. No, this is saying we all need to step up. Maybe we don't all need to be nothing up in strippers. That's the one that's going to get you caught up. You get a girl that's working, got something going for herself. She's not trying to get caught up just like you. Think about it. It's about who you choose, where your mindset at. Don't be mad because that's what, that's what, that's what hoes do. Oh, she gonna have that. Of course she gonna have the baby. Why did you nut in that? Now you gotta deal with it. Deal with it. Be a man. Get a job. Right? Be with that kid. And if she was a whole thing, trust me, trust me. This is why, and I understand now why in the Bible it it speaks out against sex before marriage. I get it now because God gave us as a blessing and a curse. He gave us the ability and we're the only other animals outside of dolphins. Mind you, dolphins that can have sex with for pleasure as well as procreation. So that causes a myriad of 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 a, of a world that we live in. This is why the world is, expresses itself sexually the way it does in so many different ways. OK. To each his own. But understand what you're getting yourself into. Okay? Now, mind you, if you catch her putting holes in the condom, yes, she was she was a bad one. She was somebody that, I'm not saying you still should kill her, but they're definitely, I, if I can talk to a judge in the courthouse and try to sue her, I would do it. Yes, you're right. I, I you know, hey, th- there's those situations. But ask some of these women w- what their situation is like. This is why you got to ask both sides. Talk to people. There's no dialogue between black men and black women about black men and black women about this stuff. You know, talk, talk to talk to black women, understand where they coming from. It's not all just it's not all them just setting brothers up either. And again, I understand where brothers come from. Trust me, I know what it's like to just have somebody, you know, have a woman in your life that don't give a damn about you. But understand, you play an important role in this too. You are the protector of this community. Now, when you say I'm going to turn it, turn my back against them, and ki- and and I'm out for the outright killing of my women in my community, that ain't cool. That ain't cool. I don't stand by that. Now, if she sent some homeboys to kill you. That's a different story. 
That's that's drama. But her getting pregnant because you didn't want to wear a rubber. Common sense, dude. I don't know why we don't want to use that. That's why they're they're hitting you with the Me Too movement because y'all wanna y'all wanna touch on random girls that y'all barely know at y'all job at y'all school. That's why they doing you like because you think it's cool. Oh, I could just no, you don't. You can't do that like that. Stupid. Damn. Take a take a. I'm just saying. Get to know her first. Try to get her number first. Make sure she's comfortable with you first. Y'all just, oh, we can just touch on titties and touch on booties. Now y'all mad because now they don't, they don't like that shit. They didn't. Remember, we used to get in trouble in grade school for the same shit. Y'all acting like this shit is new. Common sense, bruh. Use it before it's too late. They're not playing that shit with us. Especially with us. So don't but us brothers. So don't 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 try to get into that that oh way. We can go crazy too. Let's be just no you can't. No, you can't. And again, I'm gonna keep and it comes to and then when it comes to making changes, guess what? They getting their people in office. Black women, Latina women, they're voting for women in office. We talk about we want all these different changes. We want to talk about how uh uh the the health I'm sorry, not the healthcare, excuse me, but how child support is ruining the you know, fathers. Well, what what politician is standing up for that that you're voting for? I, I, Trump claimed that he was going to end oh a uh, uh, ch- uh, child support, but that was a Facebook meme, dude. Y'all ain't got no representation, but y'all want to complain. Organize first. Y'all want to talk all that stuff all on your fa- go all extreme on your Facebook pages and on your YouTube channel. But that's where it ends. That's where black conservatism ends. It's just, it's just for shock value. Where y'all at? Where y'all at in the front line? I don't see y'all doing nothing. But you're kissing some ass behind the scenes, though. And on that note, my fellas, my ladies as well, and to anybody who gave a damn to listen to me today, I'm going to take another quick break. And when we come back, we're going to break down some sports. We got some NFL news to talk about. I got my three takeaways for week seven. And uh, we're going to talk go over some Thursday night football as well. And later on, we're going to have some NBA scores. And also, we're going to go over some World Series action too. All right, my people. All right, everybody. So we are back. And like I said, we're going to go over the NFL for a little bit. And I got three takeaways from week seven that I got. And um, for one... I don't believe in the Bengals or the Dolphins. Now, we already saw the Dolphins uh, lose their game last night. They went down to 4-4. Four and four. Um, The Dolph- uh, I'm sorry, the Bengals, uh, they're sitting at 4-3. and three. They're currently second in the ASC North, uh, but they've lost two in a row. They have allowed the most points in the league. They're looking really ugly right now. Uh, Pittsburgh seems to have... Uh, gotten itself together it has somewhat of a rushing game uh Brendan Roethlisberger is still there doing his thing and of course they have Antonio Brown uh their defense does have some holes there but uh they're looking like the team to beat right now they are surging uh believe it or not I I, I didn't want to say that but they're looking a little bit better and then you got Baltimore in the mix uh they're second in the division but I just think Baltimore uh, even with this issues, are just a little bit better than the Bengals. I'm sorry. Uh, just the way that they've been looking the past couple of weeks, uh, just overall, uh, since they're, you know, the first couple of 
couple of weeks of this season, they haven't been looking that great offensively or defensively. So uh, I don't really trust that they'll move uh, too much farther than where they're at. They'll probably be uh, maybe a uh, one game above 500 team. And as well as the Dolphins, like I like I already said, uh, they already took their L yesterday. Uh, they, they took that. It was a pretty pretty bad loss to the Texans too. Uh, again, Tannehill's still out, and they really don't have any running game. So I'm not looking for them to do anything either. Uh, now off to my second point. Um, I don't think the Cowboys want to win the NFC East. Uh, they're in a situation right now where uh, they are three and four. They're third in the NFC East. I believe they just got fleeced by Gruden. There's some things that we're obviously not seeing with Amari Cooper. This is why he was traded. I don't think he's first round uh, talent. Uh, I personally think Gruden is going to get the better of that deal. I think he's a better coach, and although it hasn't shown up now, it's because he's, you know, taking care of Jack Del Rio's mess. So once he has that together, I think Gruden will show you that he's the winner of that trade. And eventually, um, for all intents and purposes, this is still a winnable division. I don't think the Redskins, I mean, as good as defense as they play, they don't have a whole lot of offense, so they might slip a game or two. Um, and it's looking like as though the Eagles aren't as dominant as they were next year. Uh, so that gives the Cowboys somewhat of a door. But if they were just to so happen to luck up and get a playoff spot, or when it comes to those, well, I'm going to say it like this. They, they can't win on the road. So I don't see them winning the crucial games that it would take to win a division. And or if they were to win the division, I don't see them take a I don't see them winning the playoff, the road playoff game that they're going to eventually have to play if they were to make it under these circumstances. And my third takeaway uh, that I'm going to I'm going to go into week, week, week seven is Aaron can't beat the Rams. Uh, he can't do it by himself. I know the past couple of weeks he's been pulling he been he's been pulling magic out of his ass, uh, but he'll be having to, having to do that against a better one of the best teams in the NFL the past few years. Definitely the best current team in the NFL. Yes, um, he can definitely he has that those intangible factors that you look for when it comes to game game winning drives. But I don't think he can do that. I think LA can match him in terms of points. They can run the ball. They can definitely pass the ball there. And most importantly, I still think they have a better defense, at least on paper. So I think the the Rams win by blowout. Uh, I think this is one of those games where Aaron Rodgers really questions whether or not he wants to play next year. All right, y'all. So we're going to talk a little bit about some Thursday night football. Uh, not a lot to report about, of course. Uh, like I already said, uh, your boys, the Dolphins, uh, they took another ugly L. You know, this is nothing new. I don't. They're currently at four and four uh, right now. Um, again, I don't see where they really improve. Uh, Texas got in there, and well, Texas hosted them, of course. The Texans, uh, Houston won forty-two to twenty-three. Let's break this game 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 down a little bit. Excuse me. Uh, Brock Osweiler he went 30, uh, twenty-one to thirty-seven for two hundred forty-one yards and an interception. Uh, Danny Amendola was able to score on a trick play, uh, passing. And in terms of rushing, Kenyon Drake led the way with fifty-eight yards and a touchdown. He also had a, a receiving touchdown as well. And in terms of receiving altogether, Devontae Parker led the way. He had one hundred thirty-four yards. And on defense. They were helped out by a linebacker, Wake Juan McMillan, who had nine total tackles. So, again, Brock Osweiler, he just didn't show up to play. I think what happened is, you know, they just stepped up in competition. And um, I've been trying to tell people, Houston had the better defense going into the season. I thought they had a better team regardless. This is, again, this is why I keep saying I put Bill O'Brien on the hot seat for a quick second because 
this 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 schedule was too easy for them to not be at five and three uh, at this point. So I'm I'm glad I'm I was right about that. Uh, speaking of the Texans, uh, they uh, Deshaun Watson had a monstrous game. He went 16 for 20, 239 yards. He had five touchdowns. Now Lamar Miller he also helped out with 133 yards on the ground. He also provided a touchdown. And in terms of receiving, Will Fuller had 121 yards, also a touchdown. And DeAndre Hopkins he helped out with two touchdowns. Also, 82 yards, and then also tight end Jordan Thomas had two touchdowns as well. And on defense, they were helped out by Kareem Jackson, who had nine total tackles. Again, um, I think Tex as the Texans are making that playoff push. I don't think really anybody in the AFC South can catch up at this point. Again, I, th I always thought they had the better receivers. I thought they had a uh, uh, at least a helping running game. I wouldn't say a great running game, but when healthy, it could help them out. And I definitely like their quarterback play with Deshaun Watson. I thought he's going to get better over time. He has not really hit uh, too much of a sophomore slump. Uh, and the defense is coming up to play. They're finding ways to get it done. So for this week, I think uh, definitely uh, you got to look out for those Texans. And, um, yeah, we're going to wrap this up for the NFL. Let's get into this NBA real quick. And uh, we had a couple, we had some action going on last night. I'm going to talk about a couple games tonight. Uh, the Blazers, well, a couple games from last night, excuse me. Uh, the Blazers were able to beat the Magic 128 to 114. The Blazers go up to 3 and 1 on the season. The Magic are at 2 and 2 in terms of record. Now, Dame had another awesome game. He goes for 41 points, got 7 assists. Uh, CJ McCollum also helped out with 22 points. And his second year, uh, big man, Zach Collins, he had 17 points on 6. Uh, rebounds. Now, in terms of the Magic, they played a decent game as well. Uh, Nikolai uh, Vucevic had 24 points, 11 rebounds. TJ Ross also got 21 points. And Evan Fournier, uh, their other shooting guard, was also able to get 20, uh, some, I'm sorry, 17 points. Uh, another NBA action, the Cavs uh, lost to the Pistons, 103-110. to uh, The Nuggets also lost to the Lakers, who are who got their second win last night. Uh, they were able to beat the Nuggets 121-114. Uh, in terms of the Nuggets, Nikolai Jokic led the way. He had 24 points and 11 rebounds. Uh, point guard Jamal Murray, he had 22 points and 10 assists. And also Monte Morris, he had a breakout game as well. This is his career high so far. He had 20 points and also 7 assists last night. As for the Lakers, though, uh, uh, LeBron, he had 28 points, 11 rebounds, and 11 assists. Uh, he got help out from the young guys, Kyle Kuzma. He also had 12, uh, 22 points, excuse me. And JaVale McGee, he also had 21 points with seven rebounds. Now, they also had three uh, players uh, outside of that that got double-digit points, including Lonzo Ball, who had 12 points and six assists. So, um, you know, the, the Nuggets, they take their first loss. They're still at 4-1. Uh, they're still looking good. They're looking good in the prime spot early. I like when the young teams get get hot early. I think they have that that gives them enough confidence to go along with their energy. So that does well for them. And the Lakers, they're just trying to find their way. Uh, of course, you know, it's not perfect right now. You got a whole new team coming together basically again, but you do have the best player in the world to help you out. So uh, they'll they'll be all right in a little while. Uh, we got the Celtics. Uh, they beat the Thunder 101 to 95. And we're going to wrap this up. We're going to take another quick break. And when we come back, we're going to wrap everything up. We're going to break down World Series Game 2, uh, Red Sox, Dodgers, Dodgers. Uh, now the Dodgers are down two to zero. The uh, sorry, yes, two to zero. The series ha the series has shifted to L.A. 
we'll get into more about what's on the line now. So we'll be right back, y'all. All right, everybody. So we're going to wrap this episode up for today. And like I said, we're going to get into this World Series. The series is shifting back to L.A. with the Boston Red Sox taking a two-zip lead. I'm a little surprised. But again, like I said beforehand, Boston did have the better team, I felt. Uh, L.A. happened to have the better names. A uh, quick recap of Game 2. Uh, the Red Sox, like I said, won that game with a score of 4-2. Let's break down a little bit of these stats. Yasiel Puig had an RBI single in the fourth inning, but outside of that, the Dodgers was only able. The Dodgers only got three other hits and another run. Uh, Ryu got the start, and he only went for four innings, had six uh, six hits, gave up four runs, but had five strikeouts. So again, another rough outing for the Dodgers pitching staff. Uh, the bullpen overall, it was able to stop the bleeding, but. If you're not getting up, if you're not getting any other runs or run production, it doesn't really matter. Your your starting staff did you a disservice. So again, uh, as we saw in the first game, Kershaw fell apart. In this game too, Ryu fell apart as well. Uh, Dodgers are not looking really great right now. Manny Machado has not stepped up as of as of late. Uh, neither has David Fries. I don't think they have a hit yet, either of them, or a run or a uh, RBI for that matter. So no offense being generated from some from the stars of LA right now. As for the Red Sox, uh, Mookie Betts was able to do his thing. Uh, he had three hits and he also was able to get uh, get home. Uh, JD Martinez was also able to get a two run single in the fifth inning that basically put the game out of. Out of reach and again for what it's worth David Price is maybe he's listened to all the criticisms of the past or whatever have you uh, but again he has another great playoff game a World Series game at that uh, he went for uh, I think five yeah he went for five innings uh, only gave up three hits and two runs and he also had five strikeouts so again uh, with you know Boston's pitching staff uh, playing up to par and their hitters coming through it's a bad situation for the Dodgers. I would hate to say this game ends in the next couple of days or so, or the next couple of games, uh, but that very well could happen. I've never seen a sweep in the World Series. I I wouldn't be able to tell you if that's ever happened. Uh, but if L.A. does not come to play, that's more than likely what's going to happen. And uh, if if Boston goes up 3-0, I think that's my that is definitely what you're gonna see. I don't I don't see uh, L.A. coming back from three zero. So it's imperative that they get some luck going with them in this game. And just with the way overall, like I said, with the way Boss has been playing, it looks very difficult for them. Uh, but game three will be on tonight at around five o'clock in the evening. Uh, so you will be able to get a chance to see that again. Uh, there's a lot the Dodgers need to do for uh, for one again that pitching staff needs to come through. Uh, that bullpen, like I said, it can stop uh, can stop whatever bleeding that may occur. They seem to be solid uh, in terms of rest and being able to provide rest for pitchers and just uh, making sure runs don't get out of hand. Uh, but again, um, those those uh, starters need to shine. Those stars need to shine. Manny Machado needs to come through in some type of way. So uh, look, I mean, if that doesn't happen tonight. Then I don't I don't see a win coming from the Dodgers, and we're looking at a sweep. That's just me. Again, I've never seen it happen, but it's more than likely gonna happen. 
this year. All right, y'all. So we're going to wrap this up for today. And our next episode, like I said, I'm still working on a, a compare and contrast for the uh, two Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies. I will have that for you guys soon. Uh, we probably will have a word on the street as well, just as a way to send off the week. Uh, also, we'll have some. Uh, oh, I also want to go over some NFL injury. Uh, I have an NFL injury report ready for you guys. And I got some three questions. I got three big questions for the NFL going into Sunday. So we'll have that ready for you guys uh, tomorrow night. And uh, y'all have a good day. And if anybody hasn't told you yet, I love you. All right, y'all. Y'all have a good day. Peace out. One love.